Today we're catching up with my friend Annie Saunders, one of my oldest friends I've known since junior high in Lafayette, California. Annie Saunders is an experiential director and theater writer, producer. She makes lots of great live experiences, um, both in theatrical settings and for commercial needs. And Annie and I just caught up about friendships and how she lives in L.A. and New York, and we rarely get together, yet we still call each other really close friends. So um, here's Annie, and we'll start off. She's telling us about her show happening in Seattle called Our Country. Take it away, Annie. Uh, we're doing Our Country in Seattle. There you in go. March as well. There we go. Well, after Where's this, that plan? Uh, it's a theater called On the Boards in Seattle. Downtown? Queen Anne something? I've yeah, I know the area. Seattle. Oh, you come on. Beautiful this time of year. I mean, actually, it's, it's kind of in March. It'll be cold then. <laughs> the show's uh, in March. But it, Queen Anne's great. Yeah, that'll be awesome. I'm looking forward to that. So how long is that run for? Just like the weekend. Great. Yeah, I'll get everyone short. to go. All my great. Seattle friends go. There's a lot of them. Um, but Our Country was a great show. I got to see it in New York public theater which was pretty fancy for uh, some pretty fancy location pretty fancy stage if you ask me yeah how do you feel about that one great yeah that was a many time COVID postponement so it was nice to finally do it did it get a lot of good press you know we did we had some yeah we did yeah it was great i mean the audience response was really great the press yeah. there were a few advance like features about it because it was this festival that like was canceled you know three years in a row um well that's great so yeah yeah really nice anything else you're looking forward to <laughs> I'm, no i'm with you on the like looking forward to the hibernation season yeah. you know yeah i just don't ask me to do things you know yeah i feel like this time this i'm i'm with you on the like coming up to not so much activity p season you know yeah i'll just i'll see you in january c c you know like let's go do something fun then i mean not even january but like i'll come out of it in january <laughs> when are you going to germany the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I know. I don't, I can't eat. When was the last time we saw each other? I don't know. Do you feel like that's just because I'm either not in town or you like think I'm not in town? Or do you feel like you see people less? Oh, I just don't see people. I'm just 42 years old. Who, who am I going to see? You know what I mean? Like, do you really, but do you really not see people? I mean, if, unless you're happen Unless you happen to be, it's just getting older, man. I, in many ways, I mean, it's it's hard in Los Angeles because if you live on in Silver Lake and I live in South LA, we're talking about a forty-five event, right? So yeah, you do have yeah. to pencil that in, right? You have to be like, right. hey, Tuesday we're meeting halfway, we're having lunch, fine. Yeah, that can happen occasionally. Do I do that with other people? No, I only have really done that with you. Like, <laughs> there's other, there's a couple other people. Like, there's some people I work with and stuff like that that I'll meet halfway. You know, we'll have lunch, but like. No, there's not, there's not that many people that at that kind of proximity where your lives are just in different sort of orbits or different circulations that you really run into yeah. that often. And, or yeah. like, 
it's just, and it's just a product of getting older. Like you used to be like, Oh, let's go to the show or let's go to the bar or let's go to the whatever. And like, now it's like, uh, I mean, I'm not tired. I like to see shows sometimes and I, I don't mind hanging out at the restaurants or the bars or something like that, but it's like, you know, with two kids and being 42 and I want to spend my time doing other things or different things. I mean, I I like to go to sleep early. I like to get up early now, you know, it's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's a different, you just kind of run to that season of life where it's like, yeah, your friend pool gets smaller and like, you have to work harder to see older friends that you want to stay in touch with. And then that's okay. If you're both mutually working hard to do that. Um, But also, you know, a lot of my life I spent like working really hard to, to hang out with people. And like, Mm. I like organic hanging out. So like, you and I, when it's like, Hey, lunch, it's like, yeah, lunch. And it's like, okay, cool. Right. Highly likely or somewhere closer, you know, like, it's like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. We, we go to that place and that's fine. That works totally fine for me. Um, yeah. you know, and some people you just have to work harder with and like in the current and the, you know, for the last couple of years, I haven't been able to have the energy or, or ability to like actively seek out those, you know, different relationships. That's part of why this conversation series is coming up it's not about like Mm. pumping up someone's thing but it's just like oh now i can sort of reach out have a conversation find out what they're doing in their own personal life and hopefully amplify both what they're doing and what i'm doing but like really it's about just like how do you connect when you know you're 42 and you're you're asleep at nine o'clock because like you really do like to go to the gym you go to and you like to do these weird things and like the people that you're eating dinner with that aren't your direct family or the people that are just like happen to be at the gym at six and you're hungry. So you go eat, you know, it's like, or like, you know, we both worked out at nine in the morning. So, Hey, you want to grab coffee? Like, okay. So then you walk over to the coffee shop, but uh, you know, at this point, like, I guess occasionally you'll actively be like, let's have a meal or like, let's go do the thing. But you know, even dating my wife, I've been, we've been married for like 20 years it's not really true, but we've been together for that long. It's like, we just, we don't have like, we don't have like, oh, okay. Like here's date night. Let's go to a fancy restaurant. We should, but we just don't do that really. Um, we've both been really busy lately for the last year having new jobs and such, but it would be nice to be able to, to force that in at least with the, with my wife. But, but like at this point in my life, I don't really have the need to like, it's just not, it doesn't work into my, I, maybe that's, ne- maybe that's a negative thing. Maybe you should try harder. And and maybe I will when, you know, my kids are more self-sufficient, you know? Yeah. I'm just curious. Cause I feel like a lot of people I'm talking to are talking about like seeing their friends less, you know? And I don't know. And some people are like, oh, I can't really tell if it's like age or the pandemic or whatever. But like a lot of people I know are like, yeah, I just like I don't I like just don't see my friends as often as I used to. And it's not like I think it's age. You just like think think about the think about the people that you're talking to about that and what they've what stage of life you met them at and then what stage of life you're at now. So like I met you at a stage of life in junior high. So our connection is from that stage of life. So you actively have to say, well, I like what you do. You like what I do. So then we'll meet up and we'll talk and we'll have this mutual relationship through life. Right. Cause we've met at such a young age mm-hmm. that like Mm-mm. we can have that. 
so then I think about like friends that I've I've bonded with in the past like that might have been music related well like they're they're great friends for that specific mm-hmm. time in my life but if I'm not playing music with them or around them or near them then do I see them that often no we have to actively work to, to, to text each other also that also means that proximity wise we're nowhere near each other so if we're nowhere near each other then mm. the, the connections have to happen digitally and the digital bond can either be can either work or not work for different people right and it's like some people are okay with having digital text mm. messages where it's just like hey i saw a dead pigeon i thought of you and which is like funny for some people you know what i mean and like other people just can't handle those mm-hmm. those looser connections and so then you think about it like right now in my stage of life like i have two kids so my friends are either have and i don't really have that many friends that have kids that our kids play with they are either that or they're at the gym that I go to very recently or very regularly, or they're, you know, in the current band I play in, but that's still proximity wise, pretty wild. You know, like I see Andrew, the singer often will go, you know, eat occasionally when he's on the set of town yeah. room over there. But like, we don't, you know, we'll talk a lot, but we don't like hang out day to day. So really the hangouts like are really about what's very, very convenient, especially when, the digital world has made it so you can still stay in touch with old, older friends. Like if we didn't have phones and Annie was doing the thing that she was doing and I was doing the thing I was doing, we probably wouldn't talk that much. And now that I'm inside, what I was saying is if technology didn't exist, how would we stay, would we stay in touch as easily as we do? And, and I, my get, my thought is that no, we wouldn't. So then you feel bad about not keeping up about with people when really you shouldn't feel all that bad about it because what what you're doing is like reacting to the ability to stay in touch with people when um, it's not a negative thing you're not necessarily staying in touch. It's just like it's not working out the way you'd think. So then you f- you're like judging yourself. I should really keep up with them. I, I have a phone. He, they have a phone. We all have time. I see them on the internet. I see them all on right. social media. But you just don't. It just the, the the time, the energy, the effort doesn't work out. And that's not, I don't think we should, anyone should fault themselves for not being able to keep up with people in that capacity. I, I agree, but I also just think community is so important. Like feeling connected to a group of people feels really important to me, you know? Like, and I think, yeah. So I feel like, what I sort of wonder what like becomes that, you know what I mean? Cause I, and I do feel like what you're describing is like, it's centered around activities. It's like the gym or whatever, you know, whatever sort of like activity of choice, you sort of naturally become a community with like those activity doers, you know? Whereas maybe in a different phase of life, like when we were younger, it was activity agnostic. It was like, well, I just like you. So even if we're not like in the same, if if we're not doing the same activity, we're still connected. Yeah, maybe it's always activity. Well, I guess you also are like, I guess the other place that it becomes related to is like work, right? Like, or, you know. Totally. And if you're not going to see anyone at work, then like that's changed, that changes things 
quite significantly. Which, I mean, I, I don't, I can be buds with people from work, um, but in a, in a remote company, which I probably will stay forever because I don't, I think go out, the amount of time I wasted at offices and the amount of time that, you know, listening to someone or whatever, yeah, or being in a room when I didn't need to be there and the amount of, the amount of actual work I get done now remote yeah. eclipses any work I ever did in an edit studio or in an edit bay or any, eclipses. Yeah. Wow. Like I can get so much done because I can do it. Then go do something else. Then I, I have all this time. In fact, it's actually, there's a, there's a place to be said that I work more hours in the day remote than I did like at a, at a location. Totally. Because I can just start working at nine o'clock at night. I shouldn't be working on a Sunday, but I am. And yeah. so like, and I don't think I'm going back ever Yeah. to an office. So yeah, then you're right. You worked with them. Oh, I like what you do. I like how we work together. We bond over that. So then we also, do you want to go to that gym class or do you want to go to that coffee shop or do you want to go to that, you know, concert next week? And then you're in this thing. But like, I think the people that Annie meets are like, you met someone on a show or you met someone in a, you know, somewhere and you're like, oh, I like what you do and you like what I do. Let's go talk about that over drinks or coffee mm -hmm. or something. Let's have a, din a meal. Mm -hmm. Or I, I just, I don't, I don't buy that like, I don't buy that there was a friendship that randomly occurred in because I walked by somebody and then next thing we were best friends and we just like, and we're into different shit, but we're still like really good friends. You and I went to school together. We were both transplants to Lafayette, California. We weren't, we didn't have solid friendship bases there. So you and I became friends. Uh-huh. That's our yeah. bond. And then that carried on because we just, are interested in each other's lives carrying on. But do you feel like the like r reduction of being involved in the same activities or like, I don't, we don't like hang out that often or we don't run into it. It isn't like, Hey, you know, I see you at the gym or whatever. And we go do something. Do you feel like that's, reduces our bond or do you still no, I feel actually like think it it might strengthen it because you still opposite. you still feel like oh that's my like close friend yeah I still go yeah my friend Annie that I've yeah. known that's really old right like both in age totally because I feel like the difference is for me like if I have people that I'm like oh yeah I like um this is my friend because we you know I work with them or I see them you know I like have activity bond <laughs> with this person the for sort of difference difference I suppose for me feels like in the sort of depth of like vulnerability or care like I would call you and be like I'm really in trouble you know and I wouldn't and I would and if, and I would not be startled if you did that, that too. you know what I mean? Like I really need help or something. And I feel like maybe that's less true with like the, even, even though there's frequency, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that like frequency of interaction is not always correlated no, to like, definitely not. to like depth of, of, uh, of like connection of like feeling like, 
I'm connected to other people in a way that keeps me safe. Cause I think that's like what, you know, I think a thing that the pandemic really did is like, for me at least bring up the sort of like fundamentals of what it means to feel connected to a group of people and why that matters. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you hit something really on the head there of feeling safe. Like there's very, there's very little people where I'm like, Oh, I feel safe. Like I, I live my life. <laughs> they're very little. They have to they're be very, very small. People. Yes. <laughs> and they're old, but like that, that I, I wear my heart on my sleeve 98% of the time. I'm just out there. Everyone knows everything about me basically through social media or me talking too much or whatever. Mm. <laughs> and so, so everyone goes, Oh, he's got a lot of friends, but like, sure. I got a lot of acquaintances, people I know, people we hang out. I've got really close acquaintances and friends. But yes, when you say safety, like there are, there's just not that many and some of them are new and some of them are old, but like, you, you know, that based on quality of bond of friendship, shared, shared vulnerabilities, shared, um, obstacles to overcome, like these different things where then suddenly you're like, okay, because of we've gone through this and we've done this and we've seen this and I've, you've told me this and I've experienced that now we're, now we're. Uh, now there's a safety there that I can call upon. And like that, I don't think is like, I, I think that because you live a life and I live a life, but you still know that the safety exists and I still know the safety exists. That actually makes us, that's a stronger bond than seeing if I were to see you every day and then not think that the bond was there. In fact, it may lessen that bond just by seeing you every day. Cause it's like, <laughs> I see her every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> unless I'm like married, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. but like, I mean, that's not necessarily true. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm obviously like the point being is that yes, because I don't see you all the time. No, it does not make the, like my friendship less with you. In fact, when we do, we talk like this and we go well over the time, like a lot. And I always <laughs> give myself for these because this kind of conversation happens and that yeah. proves that we're s safer than, other friendships, you know? Um, and I struggle with that a lot. I went to therapy for a very long time, figuring out friendships and, and mm. relationships specifically with men. You know, it's like, yeah. it's very hard to have long-term sustained relationships of the same sex for a six, four, 249 pound dude. Yeah. Totally. Um, and especially totally. when you're sharing vulnerabilities, cause like, yeah. you know, when you're, when you're like, you know, Hey man, I just, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk we've had about about careers and mm. relationships and friendships that like yeah. I just don't have that with other men very very few um and so and so when when you talk about like is our friendship you know diminished or less because we see each other less like I don't think so yeah it's interesting for me cuz I feel like I like quality time is such a big thing for me like have you taken the love language quiz mm -mm. you should do it okay. it's really worth it's really worthwhile it's really quick cool i would love to know what yours are there's five and they're and everybody has them in different percentages but you get like higher percentages on certain ones and quality time is like a very big one for me but i also think it's like it's it's acts as like a form of reassurance of like you're connected and safe to Annie, you know what I mean? Like what to, for people to be like, let's hang out, you know? 
it's like what I've been interrogating myself psychologically, like in therapy and stuff is like, oh, I'm getting what I'm getting from that is like reassurance that I am like part of something and I'm networked and I, I matter and I have significance and I'm like, you know, going to be okay on some level. But I think like, as we grow older and like that changes, it's also a really amazing opportunity for me to like reassure myself of those things, you know, with that. And also that I am like very deeply connected to a lot of people in like a really meaningful way, you know, like I feel like that about you and also about Galen and just like your family, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm really, I'm very profoundly connected to these people, um, in a way that like, I don't actually, or I would like to not need to be like, let's get coffee all the time. Cause it's just not realistic no. or, or even like desired. It's like where other things are important to it. You know what I mean? Like I can't, like you say, like, I just, I can't spend my life like getting coffee with people. You know, I have like way too much things to do and thing and things that I like want to prioritize, you know, like, whether that's work or other, you know, relationships or home life or whatever it is, you know? Um, I think that's pretty normal as you get older too. Yeah, totally. And I think like what's amazing is to like sort of transition into a part of life where we can like, or I, but I think this is true for other people too. Like, just like feel connected and affirmed and reassured and and like safe and grounded without a sort of like hanging out all the time you know to get that in a way you know we, and with still but still acknowledging like it's valuable to spend to spend time with people but it's also not the only thing that like speaks to um connection i think well i'm glad we had this time together <laughs> me too oh i think i mean i was thinking about that too because i think it's just such a nice idea to have like little ketchup you know like to put it make a container for like you know it's supposed to be a nice little container where we just catch up and then i think that our conversation based on friendships and strength and bonds will resonate with other people so why not try to share that you know what i mean well listen I'm going to eat a sandwich. Great. You should probably eat a sandwich. I am actually going to lunch in 10 minutes. That's great to hear. And we'll catch up again soon. Cool. Probably when you get back before you leave and before I leave, we'll get a, <laughs> we'll get a coffee. Yeah. Amazing. Great. We'll do it. We'll make the effort required to get a coffee, which is absolutely enormous. Apparently, I mean, it really is. It's, I feel like so often nowadays when I meet up with people or even like get on Zoom with people, there's this moment where somebody literally is like, we did it. We did it. We made it. Through. We did it. That's uh -huh. like a thing that people say. Like we did it. Like we managed to meet up. In the place that you said you were going to meet up. Yeah. Like we actually managed to. Well, if that's winning. Hang out, you know. Let's just, let's just keep winning then. <laughs> let's keep winning. Well, thanks for catching up. I'm going to stop this. We'll talk soon. Bye.